edition, Big Perk, did we or did we not call the Jazz over the Celtics the other night, man? Woo. I mean, look, Bella's Academy. If you knew better, you'd do better and listen to Jada and Perk because we ain't dropping nothing but that good knowledge. But, but listen, let me say this before we get started. The Utah Jazz, they are serious. And, and you know one thing I left out? They, they probably had the most fans in the stands. So from mm-hmm. here on out, you know what? If Utah is playing at home, nine times out of ten, they're about to cover. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm watching them. Not only are they a good ball club, but they're feeding off the energy of their fans. So I think we got to be mindful of that when we're talking about these bets and placing these bets and teaching because fans help them through games. And I felt the energy just watching them play. So you know, do, do you think do you think the Utah fans also ignite something in the visiting team? I mean, obviously it favors the home the home squad, but the the visiting team has to feel that energy a little too, right? Yeah. Look, first of all, before the pandemic and 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 you could go way back in time, the Jerry Sloan days. Everybody say the Utah going into Utah is a tough place to win. It don't matter how you want to sugarcoat. The last thing you want to do is going to Utah and try to win a, a game, and especially if you're in the playoff series and you got to go try to win a game seven. Right, right. Ask, just ask Michael Jordan. I mean, <laughs> that's he all we know. He's going to blame it on the piece anyway, but that's yeah. another story. I'd rather not even, you know. Hey, ask Russell Westbrook how tough it is to play in Utah. I mean, the fans can be cruel and downright nasty anywhere, but, like, there's something about, like, Boston fans maybe and, and Utah fans that... Preach. Right. Look, hey, they have no filter. Right. They have no filter. And you talk about fans that if you're on the team, you love it. But if you're the opposing team, they don't have no problem with hitting below the belt. Right. Absolutely. They don't give a shit. They don't give a damn. They go bring up personal stuff. They don't give a damn. Anything to get the win and throw you off your game. And let's not not say it there they can be racist absolutely flat out just racist pigs yeah. right i mean that's both of those fan bases are known for that uh, absolutely yeah no you, you know you played in boston um <laughs> all right all right let's but you played for boston so i'm sure they were good to you but um let's uh first of all man you know how we always talk about free jj like free jj reddick well now we're talking about free jj watt like jj watt is out is out in the tech at the Texans. And so free JJ kind of takes on a, a new meaning for us. I don't know what the hell is happening in your city in Houston. Do you know? You know what? Let me tell you something. If you, you, you get rid of a receiver like Deandre Hopkins, which is who's one of the best in the business, JJ Watt, who did so much for this franchise, probably, probably, I mean, you can't name a, 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 I mean, if you go back into the older days, but I'm talking about for as the Texans, you can't name a player that has done that this much for a franchise on and off the court for a city. So for him to actually not ask to get traded, but to go and have a meeting and say he want to get released, it's a problem. And then you go to Deshaun Watson, who don't want to be there. So it goes to show me it's something internal. It's something that's going on that they don't want to say they rather keep it behind closed doors and they just want out. Yeah. And I heard the McNairs, I think it was, you know, a statement from the McNairs saying, 
people got it wrong and Deshaun's going to stay. Man, Deshaun Watson will be a 49er next year. Please, <laughs> please let that happen. And you know what? If he wants to bring his boy JJ too, let's go. But I think JJ is going to end up either a Steeler or a Packer, either play with his brothers in Pittsburgh or go back to Wisconsin where he went to college. All Titans. He oh. might end up with Tennessee. I could see that happening. But I also heard way- the Bills, Bills and the Seahawks might be out there yeah. looking for him. But either way, you know what? I just want the best for him. I think he's deserving to be on a contender, especially at this point in his career. So I want J.J. to get everything he deserves, and that's a chance to actually go out there and win him a Super Bowl. That's period. I want that for him. Yeah. What's going on with this mass exodus in Houston, man? Like Deshaun, DeAndre, James Harden, now J.J. Watt. It just seems like everybody's leaving Houston right now, this year. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I love the H-Town. I'm, I've been here. I'm staying here. But I'm a Texas boy, so you know how that is. That's right. One more thing that I'd like to just say before we get into our picks. His name is Juan Toscano Anderson, everyone. He is not Steph Curry's teammate. They call him Juan T. That boy can play. He's played well for the Warriors. Warriors won again last night against the Magic. I say again because they're just rattling off wins that I don't think you know, anyone thought a lot of people had the Suns as their surprise team. The Warriors were were my surprise team. I'm a homer, but we both have them making the playoffs. We're going to talk about MVP, but Steph Curry has to be in that conversation. And maybe you move Kevin Durant out of it because he hasn't had, he's missed a couple games. It's in a 72 game season. You can't miss games. Jimmy Butler might, it won't be an all-star because of it. Obviously Carl Anthony Towns won't be an all-star because he's missed so many games. Not, not, I'm I'm not saying you, you miss games, your fault or not. I'm just saying in general, shortened season, can't miss games. Yo, KD, he, he might, he might be losing that like three, four, fifth, you know, tier of MVP talk. Like, I don't know if he's still in the conversation, so we'll have that conversation too, but I feel like Steph has to be in it. Steph is in it. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a no brainer because if you look at what Steph is doing, I had the Warriors making the playoffs. Okay. This season, we both did. Yep. And I said that Steph is going to have an MVP type season that I think he was going to be doing it to this fashion or doing it this great. No. And if you look at his numbers, his numbers compare to 2015 season, his best season of his career. And right now, they're pretty much identical across the board. So what he's doing for that team, because if you take Steph off of that team, take him off, that team is in the lottery. They might have the worst record in the league. So I'm going to just leave it at that. And he's done it this year that he's replicated that 2015 season, at least in terms of stats, without Clay. So everybody talking all this shit about Steph can't do it without another superstar. Listen, is is he going to be able to win um, the, the, the NBA Finals this year? Probably not. But can he be the MVP? You're damn right he can be. And by the way, our guy Steph has jumped up in the MVP odds, plus 850. Now, I think he was plus 1,000, plus 1,200 in, in the past week, couple of days, plus 850, fifth best. So he's in the conversation. And I think Kevin Durant still might be above him. I imagine he's going to drop out of that conversation as well. And by the way, my guy, Paul George, who I said would finish top three in, in MVP voting, he, he you can't miss games. You, you just oh, you fall, you fall off track. So I, I don't think that's going to stand, but we'll see how it goes. Yo, it's Friday. We got a lot of good games tonight, Perk. I like this Jazz Bucks game. We talk a lot. We've been talking about the Jazz. We I feel like we are the people who kept talking about the Jazz when maybe no one else was. Jazz are two and a half point favorites tonight at Milwaukee. What do you think about that one? Ooh, I mean, it's gonna be tough, right? 
But the Jazz are playing so well. They are so deep. They're not lacking in anything. I think that the Jazz cover. I think it's it's a layup. It's not a slam dunk, but I think the Jazz cover. It's going to be hard to knock them off right now the way that they're playing offensively and defensively. I know Chris Middleton is playing phenomenal basketball, but they have a guy over there that can actually put the clamps on Chris Middleton, who I saw put the clamps on Jason Tatum, and that's Royce O'Neal. This kid does not get enough credit for what he brings to the table, and he's one of the best two-way players in the game today. But I'm just looking at they them across the board. And shout out to Spider Mitchell, right? Yeah. Mike Conley goes out, he slides to the point guard position, and he takes the next step of being a superstar. You know what the next step is of being a superstar? His playmaking. KG always used to say, you know what? When you're a superstar, your next step is being able to make players around you better. I'm watching him push the pace, drive and kick, getting Joe Ingles, getting Bondanovich easy looks, getting Rudy Gobert lives at the rim, getting O'Neal spot up threes without having to work. That is the next step. I don't care what nobody says. Spider Mitchell is a superstar. Yeah. And and to do all of the things that, you know, the TNT crew kind of said he didn't do, we're seeing him do it. So maybe Shaq really did light one under him and that and that maybe was his real intention. Like Donovan Mitchell is is he first team all NBA this year? Right? Absolutely. I mean that Yeah, I mean, look, look. What Donovan Mitchell is doing, we expected Jamal Murray to do, okay? Right. And he's not doing that. Let's not forget that the Denver Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals, all right? They took – the Utah Jazz took them to seven games. Jamal Murray had an out-of-body out experience, right, during the bubble. I mean, he went off. But they were missing Bondanovich, a guy that was giving them 20 points a night on 50% shooting and 40% from the three. Now they have their team, and they added a guy like Derek Favors just in case Rudy getting foul trouble or whatever. It's not a huge drop-off. Look, the Jazz are for real, okay? They are. They, they are my dark horse contender coming out of, coming out of the West. They, they are one team that I'm saying – I'm scared for the Lakers to play. Yeah. I not, yeah. No, I'm with you. And I almost think at this point, the Jazz aren't even the dark horse sleepers. I feel like maybe the Clippers are. Like the Jazz are the are the favorites, the Jazz and the Lakers. Look, I think Jazz is Utah's only lost one game over their last 17. That's crazy. They're a half a game up on the Lakers in the West. So I feel like you now we can talk about legit Jazz Lakers Western Conference final preview. And then you got Clippers who are kind of like that dark horse sort of sleeper team, if you will, to come up and like disrupt those guys. But yeah, I'm with you. I feel like Jazz are the favorite now to win the West. And 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 we'll look at the numbers and make sure. But Donovan Mitchell plus 10, I think it's I think it's plus 10,000. Yeah. Plus 10,000 to win MVP. What is that? The 11th best odds. I mean, that's not respect. Like that's not recognition. He deserves more than that, right? He should have better odds to win MVP at this point. Uh. Mm. No, it, I mean they—they they, the way that they play, like Donovan Mitchell, like he—he's so he's getting his 22, 23 points a game, but he haven't exploded for a lot of big nights yet. And when I say big nights, like you gotta have those thirty point triple doubles or those fifty piece wing dinners. And 
I don't know if he's going to be able to do that on a consistent basis because their team is so talented. You have one of the – you have the leading score off the bench who's probably going to win six-man a year if he keep it up in, in Jordan Clarkson. So it's so many weapons, and their style of play is team basketball. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson is the runaway favorite. It's not even up for discussion. Minus one sixty-five to be sixth man. I mean, we were, I was going to have a conversation about hey, Lou Will's coming on for the Clippers, and you know, getting back to that six-man effort that he gave last year. But you, there, no one's going to catch Jordan Clarkson in this race. Like, it's not even no. minus one sixty-five. Eric Gordon is the next closest, actually, with pretty good good odds at plus six hundred. So, yo. No, my favorite thing about Donovan Mitchell plus 10,000 to an MVP. That's a hundred to one odds. Put a dollar on it. You want a hundred bucks. You want a yep. hundred bucks. It's, it's, it's not likely, but who cares? It's a dollar, right? It's a dollar. Yeah. I'll put $5 on it. Put 10, put a hundred, like, yeah, a hundred might be pushing it, but like 10 bucks, five. Well, why not? Because here's the thing. If, if the jazz finish with the best record in the NBA, then he, he I mean, he's going to be in the conversation. Yeah, and he's not even in the conversation now. We're looking at LeBron, Steph. Some people are looking at KD, and then you got the big men in Embiid and Jokic sort of to round out that discussion. It'll be hard for Donovan to break in there, but I wanted to ask, we'll get into some cool player props. Uh, Talk a little Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. I I almost think we should be talking about LeBron for Defensive Player of the Year. I'm just saying, we'll we'll talk about that. But you love Royce O'Neal. You love him. You've been high on him forever. I'm trying to find some odds to see if he could maybe be most improved player. You just love that guy, right? I do. I do. Because he don't get enough credit. And and when I watched him play against uh, Jason Tatum the other night, yep. I, I watched guys. This is how I, I, I look at my defensive player of the years, especially at the wing position. When you're not fucking scared to get embarrassed, okay? So when I see a guy at the wing position, guard position, picking guys up, getting into them, not afraid of getting their ankles broke, and then on top of that, getting the job done of making them take tough contested shots, maybe not even getting the shot off, that is Royce O'Neal, and he's a dog. He's a big bull. So, yeah, shout-out to Royce O'Neal, one of of my favorite players now on Utah Jazz in the league that don't get enough recognition. And speaking of not getting enough recognition, I mean, you know, according to Fandle and, and no fault of their own, but he's not even on the list for most improved. Maybe there's a reason for that. One of those guys that just like out of nowhere is having this stunning season and, you know, it wasn't even on the radar for anybody. So that's interesting. We'll keep an eye on Royce and see if he gets some odds up here, um, up here shortly. But hey, so for tonight, <clears throat> let's go through some player props. It'll be kind of fun. Giannis will do a little over under. Is he going to score 30 and a half points tonight over under? Under. He's he's not going to score 30 against the Utah Jazz. I right. say he flirts around 25, 26, but he's not going to score 30. Because you got Royce O'Neal out there who will body him up a little bit, and then you got Gobert at the rim. So yeah, and, it, and they do a great job of playing boxes and elbows, meaning yeah. they don't show driving gaps. They – play team defense, and they have guys who are not afraid. The most important thing, when you're going against Giannis, you got to have guys that are willing to sacrifice their body. And when I say sacrifice their body, I mean, guess what? Standing right there, taking charges. Take the charge. they have a lot of those guys on the Utah Jazz. You're probably going to get like a a knee to your chest, maybe to the groin. 
It's not going to be pretty, but you got to stand in there and take it, right? It's like, like, a, like a pocket passer. Stand yeah. in there, deliver the ball, take the hit. It's all right. So speaking of Gobert, plus 120 defensive player of the year. He's now the favorite to win defensive player of the year. He kind of jumped up. I mean, you got Ben Simmons there at plus 1,300. Giannis Ooh. is still hanging around. Gobert plus 120. So Utah could have six man of the year in Jordan Clarkson. They will. Uh, a defensive player in the year, defensive player of the year as well in Rudy Gobert, and they could be the number one seed in the West. That's insane. Number one seed overall could be overall too. Where is now? Just for my own curiosity, where is LeBron James in the discussion for defensive player of the year? You know what? <laughs> He's not. According to Fanduel, I don't see him up here at all. You got Anthony Davis at plus three hundred. He's missed a couple of games, so we expect that to drop. Where's LeBron at for defense, defensive player and, of the year? And that's ridiculous. He should be top five. Let me tell you what. Guarding their opponent, LeBron James is number one. Yep. When on the ball defense, no matter who he's guarding, if he switches out with his bigs. Look, I watched the other night, Oklahoma City Thunder, okay? Al Horford had it going. No yep. one could stop him. Guess at the end of the game, guess who checked him? LeBron James was checking them the whole fourth quarter. This is a defensive player of the year mentality. All right? He he wants the smoke. He goes and gets it. He don't he don't duck it. And so, look, shout out to FanDuel. I love everything y'all doing, but not, to not have LeBron James in this is is beyond me right now. We got to fix this. Yeah, I mean, okay. unless unless Uncle my Sal, I mean, cousin Sal, listen, we got to fix this. We got to figure this out. He got to be somewhere. I don't care if it's a plus 6,500. He has to be in this conversation. Yeah, I mean, unless my eyes deceive me, look, Nurk is still on this list. That's crazy. But you have good defenders, you know, on this list. Dort, you know, PJ Tucker's, Ooh. PJ Tucker's there, Marcus Smart, Draymond, Kawhi, for sure. Bam, Ben Simmons. I just, Joel, Giannis, I just don't see LeBron. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say this. Right now, put $10 on Ben Simmons to win defensive player of the year. Because okay. Philly ranks top five in every category defensively. And when I watched Ben Simmons last night and the way that he guarded, okay, Dame Dollar was something to see. I had to tweet about it because, yeah. I mean, I haven't saw a guy that could actually get into him, make him take tough shots when he drove, didn't cause the foul. Like, it was – Elite defense at the highest level. So I uh, last night opened my eyes to say, you know what? Ben Simmons might just win defensive player of the year. Like it's not far off. So right now, put ten dollars on. I'm telling you. FanDuel has him at 13 to 1 odds, plus 1300 to win defensive player of the year. That, that's good. I mean, that, that's that's a nice that's nice value right there. 13 Absolutely. to 1 odds. Um, interestingly enough, yo, Twitter kind of blew up last night in, in what was a Sixers loss to the Blazers. Right. But everyone that I was, that I follow was talking about how impressed they are with not only Ben Simmons elite defense, but with the Sixers. Right. And like, we talk about Joel as being an, an MVP favorite. Can the Sixers really win a title this year? They can, they can. Doc Rivers have this team believing. They, Doc Rivers have this team, uh, guys being stars in their role. And and look, it, watching the game last night, think about the shots that the Portland Trailblazers had to make 
in order to beat them. Like those shots Melo hit, those weren't just everyday, you know, wide open shots. These were contested twos, contested threes, fading away. Like these were hard, difficult shots. So with that being said, I'm looking at the 76ers team with Joel B and the way that he is abusing everybody right now. And it's not far-fetched for them to hold up a trophy. Seth Curry and Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey, all these young studs coming in. Like, whoo. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we I'm glad you said Seth, because I want to talk a little bit about Seth. Just kind of get off the rail here a second. Embiid, by the way. Averaging 29 points a game, 11 rebounds, I think three assists, career high points per game, field goal percentage, three point percentage, and free throw percentage. He's definitely having an MVP caliber year. Yo, Seth Curry, Steph's brother. Seth Curry right now is on track. This is according to StatMuse. StatMuse is, is a really good follow on Twitter. If you don't follow them, they're amazing. Their stats, their graphics are clean, super easy to read and understand. The Sixers are 15 and three when he plays this season. Actually, after last night, might be 15 and four now, right? They lost. But anyway, he's on pace to be the first ever person 50 50 100 club. So 50% from the field goal, right? 50% three, and then 100% from the free throw line. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's sick. And look, I said this when the Dallas Mavericks traded him, I said this when Portland got rid of him. They did not appreciate what he brought to the table. And he's not just a shooter. This guy's a flat-out hooper. Right. It's not just shooting. Like, defensively, he brings it. Offensively, he's just a bucket, a facilitator. The man got game. It, it ain't no other way around the shit. He got work. 50-50-100 is, is crazy. Like, okay, 50 you know percent field goals made. 50% from three, that's that's hard to do. But 100% from the free throw line. Like, dude hasn't missed a free throw. Mm-hmm. And and him and his brother don't miss free throws often, but, like, to not even have missed one. By the way, Seth Curry, <laughs> dude, plus 24,000 are his odds, according to FanDuel, to win, what is this, uh, most improved player. I mean, yeah, it's hard for a guy that good to improve, but just goes to show, like, the odds are so long because he's so elite, hard for him to improve at all. But I would have thought maybe the odds would have been better because of that uh, stat, 50-50-100. That's improvement. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's crazy. All right, well, I love Seth. I love Seth's brother. You know <laughs> that. All right, so we like uh, we like Utah tonight to cover two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bucks. Let's talk a little bit about the Timberwolves Hornets game tonight. I don't know if you if you like this one. Hornets are three and a half point favorites, dude. It's tough for Minnesota. They they got Cat back. They they had a, a nice game against the Clippers the other night. Charlotte and Lamelo crazy. Gordon Hayward's picking it up a little bit. What do you think about this game? Charlotte three and a half point favorites against the team. I wouldn't mess with it. I wouldn't mess with it. I wouldn't mess with it for the simple fact that although. You look at Minnesota record and they're horrible, but they always be in the game. Mm. And from what I've been witnessing, a lot of teams haven't been covering on them. Like they lose the games, but it's it's close games. It's like one or two point games, three point games. So like teams are not covering on them. And then like Russell, D'Angelo Russell, he could get hot. Cat, you know, he's a four. So I wouldn't just – I wouldn't take that game. Although I love the way the Hornets play, I would just leave that game alone, period. Yeah. I wouldn't even touch it. Yeah, Cat is finally back. He had a, a rough go himself with COVID. We know about how hard it hit his family. Um, 
you know, D'Angelo Russell was out the other night. We'll see if he's going to play. Malik Beasley's looking pretty good. He hasn't got a lot of run with Cat with with Cat being out. You got the rookie Anthony Edwards, who a lot who a lot of people, by the way, had as their rookie of the year, and he was the number one overall pick when the season started. So this is kind of like a matchup between our you know our, our one and our two pick, no. Anthony Edwards and Lamelo. But Lamelo Ball absolutely runaway rookie of the year at this point, right? Yeah, for sure. It's not even a doubt. But I'm gonna tell you what. The kid from the Kings, Halliburton, right? Because you know I have yep. a, I have trouble pronouncing them long <laughs> names, but I get it. Tyrese and, Halliburton, and, yep. And and Peyton Pritchard, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna say this about Peyton Pritchard. Stats wise, right? Effect and impact on the game. He has a more impact on the game of winning than any other rookie playing right now. Wow. Statistical wise, like when you dive into uh, the nerdy part of, of analysts, right? When you yeah. dive into the numbers and all this other stuff, the analytics, he has more of an impact. And guess what? I think he has more of an impact than Jason Tatum. Oof. Yeah. So, like, that's how much he impacts winning when he steps on the floor. Like, and, and it's just not knocking down threes or knocking down shots. Like, he's defending, he's doing it all. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, Gene, I haven't done this in a while and just jumped overboard, but I, I got some slam dunks for the night, and I feel very, very confident about this, okay? Let's do it. Pelicans, okay? The Pelicans are going to beat the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Okay. The Pelicans are going to beat the Dallas Mavericks tonight, okay? If I if you knew better, you would do better. You would take them in the first half and take them for their game. The Pelicans yeah. are going to beat the Mavericks. And they, Dallas is only a three-point favorite, according to Fandle. So. Yeah, 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 they're going to yep. beat them. They're going to beat them. I'm telling you this right now. Yeah, Second. they look good. Pelicans are look, they look had a couple nice games here. Yeah, secondly, the Hawks are going to beat the Spurs tonight. Trey yeah. Young getting fined 20000 no call at the end of the game. I don't know if it was a foul. That's not my, that's not my determination. But I will say this. In Atlanta, they're going to be on a mission today. No one, I, look, I love uh, Murray. I think he's a hell of a defender, but Trey Young is going to be on the mission, okay? The Hawks are going to win that. Take that for the game. To me, that's a slam dunk. Hawks, Hawks two-point favorites, according to Fandle. That's a good one to take. All right. Next, last but not least, the Celtics, slam dunk. The way that they played last night against the Toronto Raptors, back-to-back games in, at home. Detroit also played last night. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to go to work tonight and they're going to cover for the first half, all right? They're going to win the game, but I don't know if they're going to cover the seven-and-a-half-point spread. But the Celtics have turned the corners, yes, in one game, okay? They got a, they got, they got a, uh, they got a nice home stretch where they're going to be at home for a while. And I think they're building. Watching them play last night, watching the ball movement, Watching the change in lineup. Shout out to Brad Stevens for, for uh, starting Shimmy Ojale last night, by the way. I thought that was huge because it opens up those driving gaps for Jason Tatum. Them. And if you got, if you don't, he's able to knock down those corner threes. I don't know if Kimba is going to start tonight. Kimba haven't been uh, – uh, if he's going to play, but he hasn't been really doing shit anyway, so who cares? I'd rather see Peyton Pritchard in that role. 
So that's my three slam dunks. But I had to, I've been yeah. waiting to get that off my chest because that's my slam dunks. All right. For I love it. Celtics, seven and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel. Take them for the half. First half. Yeah, we don't know for the game because, like you always say, Detroit they 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 stick around, they hang around in every game, they play defense. That's all they. That's really all they can hang their hat on, right? Yeah. Jeremy Grant is playing well. Um, so all right, yeah, it it might be what like a four or five point game when it's all said and done, but we think Boston gets the win. Right, they do. And I like I like that you I love that you love Peyton Pritchard um, because a lot of people are like, who's this guy? Who's this kid? Right. Um, Peyton Pritchard, again, one of my favorite odds to read plus 10,000. So a hundred to one odds to Ooh. win, to win rookie of the year, put a dollar on it, put, put, put five, 10. That's but, a good one. Uh, it, it is, but it's not. I think this is a landslide by LaMelo. Yeah. And I love Peyton Pritchard, but LaMelo, like he got the keys to the bins finally, and he's not going to let off the gas anytime soon. I mean, he's smashing 90 miles in the 45 right now. So he's not going to let off the gas. So although I love what you're saying, I just don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, a dollar. You're right. Let's not get carried away. A dollar's more than enough to put on Pritchard. So by the way, LaMelo Ball jumping up. It's ridiculous. Minus 350 to win Rookie of the Year, according to Fandle. Your guy, Tyrese Halliburton, out in Sacramento, plus 600. Not bad. Uh, Wiseman's been sidelined, so he's going to move down that list. You know, we talked about Anthony Edwards at plus 1,800. Probably not going to happen. For- Anthony Edwards, it's it's tough to be on a team in Minnesota without Carl Anthony Towns and look like the number one overall pick. Like, it, like, to me, it's tough. But here's my question to you. When we talk about MVP, you think, you, you say, the team that has the best record more likely will have the MVP, right? Because that's part of the equation. Is yeah. That- is that true for rookie of the year? Because uh, like Boston could finish, uh, but they're going to finish a lot better no. than the, Har- the Hornets will. No, no, that's not that. I, I don't see that happening with rookie, rookie. of the year, right? Yeah. When you look at rookie of the years, more so what rookies have the better numbers. And, and unfortunate, right? Peyton Pritchard is going to be on the team that's going to be in the thick of things for us in the playoffs. And he's behind two or three, maybe even four guys. Well, no, nah, he might He's be behind a- like 25 guys. Yeah, he's like terrible odds. I mean, plus right, 10,000. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is on that team. So, oh. you know, Kimber Walker is going to have the ball, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Well, LaMelo ball, the ball is in his hands. Right. Like, it's about damn time, though. I mean, you know. Airbnb. You know how, but you know, how, you know how the Spurs culture is. They – they have this stubbornness about them, you know. Hornets, but, yeah. No, 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 no. But the coach come from the Spurs. Though. Yeah, yeah. You see that. what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying about that culture. They have it this like, oh, you got to prove it and all that. No, 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 no. Let him go. And we've been watching. It. He's must-see TV. So that is my three slam dunks of the night. Yep. Yeah, and and we'll recap those for you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but – Yo, B- Peyton Pritchard, the Boston Celtics, they look nice. LaMelo Ball, he can't be stopped out in Charlotte. Um, but if you had, you, you still say, let's stay away from the Hornets, T-Wolves, three and a half point favorite, the Hornets are, yeah. just stay away. Yeah, yeah you All can't right. do it. I mean, that, that game could go either way. Yep. Uh, yep. Had his back. Like, the Timberwolves got some talent over there, and they yeah. – yeah, they got guys that are, that are not afraid. And then, I mean, you know, we do have to realize, right, it is the battle of the rookie. So 
Yep. Anthony Edwards might be on one. He might want to go at them, you know. So yep. I think it's just a fun game to watch, but not a fun game to actually bet on. Yeah. All right. So you like the Pelicans. They're three-point dogs uh, in Dallas tonight. You'd say take the Pels. You like the Hawks, two-point favorites over the Spurs tonight. And then the Celtics, seven-and-a-half-point favorites over Detroit. Just take them for the half. We don't, we don't trust for the game. All right. And then, of course – we're, we're rolling with Utah until further notice, I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Utah's two and a half point favorites against the They was the under Bucks. the layups. They was under nice little finger roll. They, they weren't really snatching the screws out, but they're layups. Well, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we also have Lakers-Grizzlies tonight, and we'll talk a little bit about how, you know, the odds like Lakers-Jazz to win it all. So be right back after this break. One of the things I love about betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same-game parlay bet, and you can only find them on FanDuel. Some same-game parlay bets that I like, money line, point spread, first basket score, player points, player rebounds, player three-pointers, player steals, player, player blocks, the list goes on and on. And right now, new and existing users can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay falls one leg short with same-game parlay insurance. You heard that right, every day. That's why I bet on FanDuel. And I like betting on NBA with FanDuel Sportsbook. It's ease of use, it's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Got fast withdrawals. When you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. The odds boost and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend. There's live betting. It's easy to place your bet faster in a game if you see a trend you like. Odds boosts and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend around the biggest local and national matchups. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to try a same game parlay and use the promo code BETTINGACADEMY at sign up. That's it. Promo code Betting Academy. Disclaimer, 21 and up and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $25. Terms apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. That's in Tennessee. Or you can visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. We're back. The Betting Academy Hoops edition. Big Perk. G. Perk, we were talking before the break about Utah Jazz and the odds to win it all. And they play tonight against the Bucs. We like them over the Bucs, two and a half point favorites. Lakers and Grizzlies are going to go at it tonight as well. That's a crazy. Lakers are seven point favorites in that one. We, we, uh, to me, I don't know. I'm not betting against the Lakers until further notice. Not with the way LeBron's playing on both ends of the court, even without AD. I love John Morant, but I'm just not doing it. And I'm not betting against the Jazz until further notice. They have won, what, only lost one in their last 17 or 18 games. So it's pretty crazy. But just to give you some odds so we can play around here, Lakers still the favorites to win it all, plus 250. Utah Jazz, sixth best odds, plus 1,400 to win it Take all. Take it. Take it. Take it. I mean, put 20 on. Ooh. Put 20 on, because I might put 500 on it just because, like, Listen, they are playing great 
basketball, okay? They're trending in the right direction. They're not lacking at anything. Take it. Take it. It would not surprise me if the Utah Jazz is holding up the trophy at the end of the year. And then, look, again, they have the most fans in the stands thus far. We don't know how this is going to turn out. I understand I heard rumors that teams are going to start letting fans back in the building, but the Utah Jazz already have that. And if they get to the point where they have home court throughout the playoffs, it's going to be a problem. Also, yeah, so the fans are super important. We got to remember that because that can change lines and odds all over the place. What about the altitude? Like, is that part of it too in Utah? Is it just tougher it to breathe? All right. It is. It is. And people, everybody talk about Denver, but it's it's not a huge drop-off difference than playing in Utah. But it's just, it's look, it's hard to win in Utah, period. It's just hard to win in Utah. So with how they plan is not a bad bet at all. Matter of fact, I'm dropping 500. Some I think I'm going to tell the audience, you might want to just, you know, if you got a hot $20. Yeah. Put a dollar, put a $10 bill, put a $20 bill. Utah Jazz <laughs> plus $1,400 to win it all. But to win the West, better odds, maybe not as much value there, but to win the West, Utah's plus 650, third best odds. Lakers the favorite at plus 110. Then you got the Clippers hanging around in the middle at plus 270. I think that's going to flip. I think Utah is going to bunny hop Clippers at some point in that well, odds race, and, and we'll see Clippers sort of as the, the third wheel looking in. That's why that's why it's great to go ahead and do it right now before them odds change because by next week when we be having this conversation, we're going to revisit this, and guess what? Them odds are going to be down, so take it right now before it changes. And we've been saying that we've been talking about Utah and singing their praises and telling people to put a dollar on them back in the day when the odds were even longer, just like we did LaMelo ball. LaMelo was never like great odds or great, great value because he was such a favorite, but like minus 165, a lot better than minus 350. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you, for a surefire slam dunk, you already know he's going to win rookie. So yeah, it's interesting. All right. Let's, um, you know what? I wanted to ask you something because we were talking about Houston. I heard a rumor I don't even know if I can source this, but I heard that Lou Williams was going to be traded to the Rockets for PJ Tucker. There's one. There's one other person in that trade, a, y- a young kid. I can't remember w- which team is giving him up. What do you think about? Let's just say that happens. PJ Tucker comes to the Clippers. Six man Lou Will goes to Houston. What do you think? Ooh, if as if the Clippers needed any more dogs, right? Right. So so now check this out. Now you could actually go small, small and put PJ Tucker at the five and just like space the floor. That's so much spacing because we know one thing about it. He's going to knock down corner threes and you're going to have to respect him in the corner three. Yeah. I've been hearing rumors also that the Clippers are not happy with Lou Will and Lou Will not happy with the Clippers. And I can understand why. Sometimes, it, you know, relationships just run their course. It is what it is, right? They might just, you know, it might just be, it just, they might just be tired of each other. So it's okay. But wherever Lou will go, he's going to ball out, period, point blank. P.J. Tucker, great fit. But I also heard P.J. Tucker, if they can't find a way to trade him and get back what they want, buyout is going to happen. Look out for the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. P.J. back with James Harden in Brooklyn? Just wow. tell him. That's I, I heard this, G. And yeah. this is kind of reliable source somewhat. So, 
you know. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm with it. It must. It, I, I was wondering why Lou Will of late has been putting up twenty plus games and playing really well off the bench. He's uh up in his value. He knows he's about yeah. to. He's he he knows he wants to get the hell out of L.A. Maybe right. And then, but then the Clippers need him right now because no Paul George. No Paul so that's George. probably why they haven't jumped the gun. But when Paul George gets back, because remember, sources tell us. <laughs> Will was one of those guys that wasn't happy about the special treatment of Kawhi and PG. So we don't know. We all know he was great friends with Montrez Harrell. We right. know that. So we just, you know, we'll never know. I think the relationship has run its course, but we'll see. It's fractured, huh? Well, FYI, Lou Williams plus 3,600 for six man, the uh, an award he's won quite a few times, including yeah. last year. Jordan Clarkson's still the runaway favorite at minus one sixty five, but Lou's coming up. Lou wasn't even I, on this page. Now he's plus thirty six hundred. Hold on, hold on. Tell me this: Where's Bobby Portis for six man of the year? You love, yeah, you love. He's not not far. I mean, plus sixty five hundred, not that far behind. He's there. I, I, I might I put ten dollars because Big Perk might put a hundred on it. This okay. look. This guy right now, and his, I, I strongly believe that his minutes will go up, okay? I, but right now, in 21 minutes, he's giving them 12 and 8 off the bench. Wow. Milwaukee. Yeah. So he might be the second favorite right now for his sixth man of the year, in my eyes. Yeah, so if Jordan Clarkson, yeah. Like, that's, that's I mean, he if he could get get it up to 12 and 10, like, that's 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 pretty phenomenal. Yeah, so we think Jordan Clarkson runs away with it, but guys to keep an eye on and maybe put a dollar, ten dollars, whatever you want on Bobby Portis plus sixty five hundred and Lou Williams plus thirty six hundred, especially if Lou goes to a new situation, you know, fresh, clean slate. You never know what could happen. So um, it's it's interesting. We got the Lakers and the Grizzlies tonight. It mostly just to talk about LeBron's absolute dominance on both ends of the court. And he's your favorite for MVP, right? Is he running away with it for you? He's not running away with it. Just because he's my favorite, he's not running away. It may change next month. Yeah. Now, I'm just saying it's all tight. Right now it's congested for yeah. us. Who's, who's the number one spot? And you got you got Braun, okay, MB, you got Jokic, Steph Curry, and you got Damian Lillard. Like, yeah. we got to put Dane Dollar there. He's averaging 29 points, no C.J. McCullough. Portland has been battling with a lot, but he still got them right in the thick of things. I think sitting at the number six seed, maybe. And here's a guy not to sleep on that has been flying under the radar for MVP, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. So Kawhi Leonard, you know, I mean, he's just doing Kawhi things, but efficiency-wise, this is the best that he's played in the regular season. And and a lot of times without Paul George, a couple of times without Pat Bev. So LeBron's the favorite, uh, according to Fandle, to win MVP plus 240. Joel's there and Jokic is there at plus 440 each. I don't think they're in the conversation for me. I think it's LeBron and Steph. Steph is plus 850. <laughs> same odds as Kevin Durant at plus 850. But KD's missed a couple games. It's tough. To me, it's LeBron and Steph. And I'm with you that LeBron needs to be in the defensive player of the year category as well. We think LeBron edges out Steph because the Lakers will have a better record. But what Steph Curry's doing without Clay? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but no, 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 no. I, look, the record at this point doesn't matter to me. Okay. And I'm going to not when it comes down to Steph. If Steph get this team, and, and I don't want to sound disrespectful to nobody in the league because 
you're in the league for a reason. But if Steph Curry gets this team to the playoffs and his numbers are identical to 2015, we have to have this conversation. And this conversation is going to have to be taken in consideration and really, you know, locked in to say, you know what? He earned this. He deserved this. Yeah. Without without Clay, Draymond sometimes not even putting up 10 points in a game, but but so filling but filling up five points. But but filling up the rest of the stat sheet. Wiseman's been sidelined. So what Steph Curry is doing, and we're gonna have this conversation, not today. We're going to have this conversation about Steph and Dame and how Steph can't carry a team and all this Twitter slander, this bullshit, and 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 how Dame can. And like, dude, you don't have to slander Steph to love Dame. You can love and appreciate both of these cats. But mm-hmm. what Steph is doing without Clay, Draymond almost non-existent, Wiseman on the bench, unbelievable. For for me right now, he's my MVP. But but for me right now, LeBron is Defensive Player of the Year. So Ooh, you know, I like that. I mean. Yeah. You can't go. I can't even argue with either one of those those yeah. points. Yeah. To me, right now, I'm loving LeBron. I like LeBron. I love LeBron for MVP. Um, yep. I love him for MVP, and I love Ben Simmons for Defensive Player of the Year. Right that's now, a, that's a good one. That's a, but but you're right. Let's get some odds on LeBron for Defensive Player of the Year. FanDuel, let's do it. He's got to be in that conversation because he because he is in the conversation IRL. Mm-hmm. All right, let's end on this because we got a big one tomorrow on ABC. It's Nets Warriors. So speaking of stuff, and then, you know, we'll see if Kevin Durant's going to be back for that one. Nets Warriors tomorrow night. Don't think that we have the line yet, but what do you like or what are you looking for for this game? Nets by 10. Mm. Yeah, especially if they get Kevin Durant back. Like if Kevin Durant, which I heard is clear to, practice. Yep. Oh, uh, the Nets by 10. I mean, Golden State got stuff, but they d- just don't have enough firepower to be able to go toe-to-toe with the Brooklyn Nets, all right? And it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over and under is, but it, it's going to be some points that's going to be put up in that game, all right? So I'm looking for some, you know, KD with 30, James with a triple-double, Kyrie with 30, Steph with 50. Like, I'm looking for that type of night. It's going to be must-see TV, but the Nets by a landslide, in my opinion. Okay, I'm taking the Warriors. Just just because it's fun. We'll make this, what, our our fourth in our our 10-pack. So, you got me on Sixers over Sack. You called that one. So, now we're 2-1. and We floated the KD. We'll score 50 through April 1st. So, we got time time on that one. Let's go tomorrow night. So, Saturday, ABC, marquee matchup. Nets, Warriors. Don't have the line. Don't have the over-under. Not yet. But Perk's taking the Nets. I'm taking the Warriors. This is going to be – I can't wait for this game. It's going to be so fun. It is. I, I'm taking the Nets. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a landslide. So we'll see. But I got the Nets. But I agree with you. I think Steph puts up 50. I think you're yeah. right. I think he has another 50-point game for sure. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Let's enjoy this weekend. We got no football for like the first time in forever, but we got a lot of basketball to watch. And look, a lot of basketball. And look, if you're waiting on the NBA games, right, G? Dive and start looking into the G League games because Kevin Porter Jr. has been putting on a flat-out show in the G League game. I'm talking about he's showing the world that he does not belong down there. So, you know, the G League games be starting at 10, 11 in the morning Eastern time. So tune in, start watching those games if you're bored because guys are playing. 
Like, it's some good competition, some great talent down there. So the G League is wide open. I love that you that you shout them out. Who, what team could benefit the most from having Kevin Porter Jr. join their roster? The Rockets. The Rockets. I mean, I could see him playing three, four. I mean, the kid is a flat-out stud, and he's a, he's a special talent. The thing is, 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 it had nothing to do with what he bought on the court. It was yeah. his off-the-court shit. And I think the Rockets are doing a great job of embracing him, letting him play right now, and also – getting him the help that he deserved off the court because they know his potential. Yeah. You guys, we got a lot of fun shit to watch. We got to watch and see where J.J. Watt goes. We got to see if Steph's going to put up 50 tomorrow, if the Warriors can get that upset. We got to see if Utah keeps rolling tonight against the Bucks. Man, we got a lot of uh, stuff to look forward to. In the meantime, you can catch us on Spotify under the Money Grab banner or anywhere Bam. you get your podcast. Yep. Through our socials at Kendrick Perkins at Gina Paradiso. We're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition, man. We're signing out for this week. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>